Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with me, R.A. Spratt. Well, in the previous episodes, April and Finn have just found their cockroach at a neighbour's house, and Dad's just had quite the scare when he found, well, he thinks he found someone tampering with the outside of their house. So, let's get into it. Here's Chapter 11, Kitty Cat Band-Aids. Joe let himself in the front door and headed for the kitchen, where he found his dad crouching behind the sink. He was peering out through the Venetian blinds. Hey, Dad, said Joe as he dumped his school bag by the kitchen counter. Dad jumped with fright. It's only me, said Joe. Where are April and Finn? What? asked Dad, suddenly alarmed. They're not here? Joe looked about. I can't see them. They were here half an hour ago, said Dad, looking out the window as if a collective hitman might be lurking amongst the daisies. You don't suppose they've been kidnapped? They're probably doing something out in the yard, said Joe, walking over to the cupboard to grab a bag of popcorn. He stopped when he saw the microwave. What happened? The microwave was back on the counter and it had been reassembled, but the metal casing was warped and the plastic panel at the front was only held on by kitty cat band-aids. I don't know, said Dad. Do you think someone broke in and tampered with it? I don't think a secret agent would do such a bad job, said Joe, or use such pretty band-aids to put it back together. This looks more like April's handiwork. She was doing something with a mallet earlier, Dad remembered vaguely. Joe put the popcorn in the microwave and turned it on. The microwave started up, the light came on and the dish started turning. Hey, it still works, cool. The front door slammed. Dad gasped and ducked under the kitchen counter. It's the collective, hide! Hello, called Finn. Pumpkin barked. It's just April and Finn, said Joe. Dad clutched his chest. What a relief. There was someone in the garden earlier today. I'm pretty sure it was an international secret agent come to kidnap you all. Joe looked out into the garden. Aside from the horse jumping damage, the flower beds were beautiful. It didn't look like the type of place international operatives would work. You know, Dad, perhaps you should cut back on the caffeine. Swap to chamomile tea, said Joe. You'd be less jumpy. Pumpkin rushed in and bit Dad on the ankle. Ow! yelled Dad. As soon as April saw Dad, she whipped her hands behind her back. What have you got there? asked Joe. Mind your own business, big nose, said April. Dad looked at Joe. His son didn't have a particularly large nose, so this expression confused him. Big head more like, said Finn. You must think you're pretty good now that you're the big man at school. This confused Dad further. Joe was a large, man-sized boy, but he didn't understand how his size could alter when he was at school. Joe blushed. It's not my fault I've got a knack for it. A knack for what? asked Dad, afraid his son was going to say hand-to-hand combat or something equally horrifying. Lawn bowl, said Joe. He's an idiot at it, said April. You mean idiot savant, corrected Finn. 
You say tomato, I say tomato, said April. You shouldn't call your brother names, chided Dad. I don't see how idiot became such a bad word, complained April. All the other words for idiot are much worse. She kicked Finn in the shin to get his attention. Why don't you show Dad something in your school bag? She waggled her eyebrows meaningfully. Finn looked confused. Why would I do that? Because I'll punch you if you don't, said April, glancing back behind her and twitching the box with a cockroach so only Finn could see it. Oh, said Finn, catching on. Right, Dad, here, have a look at my, um, my lunchbox. It's really important for parents to know what their kids do and don't eat. While Dad was distracted, April walked over to the large domed terrarium Dad had on the kitchen windowsill, where he grew herbs. She checked over her shoulders to see that Dad wasn't looking. But you've eaten everything, Dad observed, peering into the lunchbox. There's nothing to see. I know, said Finn. And look, here is a tissue I blew my nose on at recess. April dumped the cockroach in the terrarium. Fascinating, said Dad, looking at the tissue. And you kept this just to show me? If we're going to build a meaningful father-son relationship, said Finn, it's important to start with the little things. April hurried away, but a movement caught Dad's eye. Did you see that? he exclaimed, pointing to the window. For one horrifying moment, April and Finn thought he spotted the cockroach, but Dad rushed to the kitchen drawer and pulled out a pair of military-grade binoculars, then trained them on something distant out the window. See what? asked Finn. Something moving in the bushes, at the far end of the garden, said Dad. You mean the wind, said April. You stay here. I'm going to check it out. Dad scurried to the back door, let himself out, then Commando crawled through the maze of flower beds towards the back hedge. Pumpkin happily chased after him, barking and biting Dad on the leg excitedly as he went. The pesky kids stood at the kitchen window watching him go. Do you think Dad is nuts, asked Finn. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, said Joe. Should we get some sort of professional help, asked Finn. He's probably just been living alone for too long, said Joe. He'll probably come down when he's used to having us all around the house. Besides, said April, these wild conspiracy theories do him good. Look, he's outdoors enjoying the sunshine, playing with the dog. Dad was now running around in circles with Pumpkin delightedly hanging off the back of his pants. If there was someone hiding in the hedge, said Finn, the sight of that would scare them off as effectively as anything else. And that is the end of the chapter. So, until next time, goodbye.